0: I
1: want a hot beverage mm-hmm. and a cold beverage.
0: At the, at the same time, just Just have a, have like a tepid beverage then. I don't I want, understand. I want
1: my pamplemousse and I want my honey hot tea. My Malibu honey hot tea that I had to buy. I bought Malibu honey because my allergies are so bad mm-hmm. that I hope people are, this is what they tuned in for. I bought Malibu honey because my allergies are so bad and you're supposed to have local honey to help with your allergies it's fine to text while i'm talking
0: listen it's not i wasn't texting <laughs> i was facebook messaging
1: oh okay no that's fine and better yeah <laughs> anyway
0: uh so so many beverages that's interesting okay hey yeah. you know what as i as i tell my my family you do you boo oh, God. i know i know it is what it is <laughs> another one of My it favorites. is what
1: it is isn't it always
0: uh and it's not what it isn't but wherever you are there you go anyway uh should well, we Well, that's our show. <laughs> should we have a conversation, do you think? Should we have a oh, let's record something? Sure. Let's do it. I think
1: Sure. I don't have anything else going on today.
0: I'm happy to be here. The passive aggressive you're lucky that I'm here BS is not real. I'm very glad to be here.
1: Um, <laughs> on your part, baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's uh let's have a conversation today about okay. um I don't know, sexism and misogyny and framing things the right way.
1: Keeping it at light.
0: Does that sound about Keep right? Keeping
1: it light. Yeah.
0: All right. uh Well, let's go <laughs> ahead and get into intros. uh Welcome to My America. I am one of your hosts, one of the voices in your head.
1: Oh lord! Yes, I know. Good luck.
0: I know. Uh, my name is Dan, and I am the co-host here. Oh, what do we? How do we do this? It's been two weeks. I am a uh, independent type voter, kind of centrist. Uh, most of my life have been right of center. I'm kind of walking that line though right now because the right of center and and far right is just seemingly crazier and crazier um i am white cisgender hetero male identify as he him and uh yeah married to uh my my beautiful wife of 10 years coming up here soon and we have two amazing children together uh one from each of our previous marriages so blooded family um i think that kind of covers it right
1: yeah, I, I wasn't me. really listening, I'm but Dan. that seems right. That's fine. I'm Dan. That's, that's that's the amount of time you normally take. So yeah, that seems right. You're um, such a dick. I know. I know. What's wrong oh, love with you. me today? I love What's you. What's wrong with me today? Oh. Um, okay, that was great, Dan. Thanks for sharing. Um, <laughs> my name is Kim. I'm the uh, other half of this show. I'm normally so so much nicer. I think I'm oh. already ready to protect myself here (laughs) that's what's (laughs) happening um i am a white cisgender hetero female living in los angeles i work in television production and on the side i'm trying to just casually um fix and save our democracy (laughs) through a nonprofit um that is hoping to increase voter turnout by changing the way that we educate um starting with our very very youngest little uh, kindergartners all the way up through and then continuing on to, um, after school curriculum as well. I love So that. That's that.
0: And, uh, yeah. And I think it's, I think what's interesting is for, for our intros, I realized as you were saying that, that I don't necessarily say where I, where I live or what I do, but I think it's an important part of your story. Sure. Because, and here's my thought and tell me if I'm wrong, which you often do
1: mm-hmm.
0: tell, um, like, As a centrist, maybe right of center, I I speak for a large portion, air quotes, of the population who who thinks that, well, here's this liberal media entertainment person who is on the coast and you don't count, right? So like your Mm -hmm. perspective, I, for me anyway, is very important because I don't want to get into that spiral of BS of thinking that. And so- You know, I, I, so I I live in Michigan, I I, I'm in marketing, whatever it is, what it is. Um, but I do live in Michigan. So kind of the middle of the country, as it were, um, a relatively red state over the years, maybe kind of more purple right now. Um, but yeah, I think it's interesting. I, I really appreciate the different perspective that you bring and the fact that, that you bring that entertainment business to our conversations. Um, anyway, yeah, there you go. I just, I, I thought of that when you were saying that, I was like, why don't I ever say where I'm from?
1: I I always think it's funny when people are like, "Oh, liberal left coast," I, which I am. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm what uh, country music warns you about. But <laughs> uh, um, you know, there, it, Los Angeles is like it's so populated. There are so many people living in this city in this county. So from all different walks of life, all different beliefs, and anytime somebody's like Los Angeles, like, well, you obviously. I don't know what to tell you. Either you you do know Los Angeles, and you're just wanting to create a narrative about it, where you're you can turn off OAN for a minute and <laughs>
0: nah, nah, you can't do that. <laughs> um,
1: That's what so- makes me crazy about the electoral college too. When people are like, "We can't have the electoral college. California's going to be running this country." I don't know, man. Maybe the most populous state can have a, a like a slightly larger v- voice like 13 percent larger voice instead of the exact same size of voice as you know that's just me maybe that is why people don't like i do
0: find we should maybe we should maybe put this on our list of you know the electoral college because like i i can see sort i I can see both sides of that argument but that's a whole different discussion to be had like i -hmm. for the record i want it abolished i think it's ridiculous
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but then i also and, and also not but and i do understand the idea that that like i i sort of i sort of understand the logic behind well but if we do then the middle of the country gets no say like well that's not true you do get a say you're just in the minority at this point
1: i could go on and on about it because actually like abolishing the electoral college first of all it's a racist system second of all um when you are a non-swing state when you're one of the other 44 states in this country plus all of the territories you get to have a. You don't have really a say in the presidential election. You have a say in the primary, but not really the general. When you don't have an electoral college and your vote, individual vote counts just as much as all of the other individual individual votes in the country. Then you know your city gets to be visited by candidates. You get to build right. up your. Um, local a lot your local uh, politicians because now you've got governors and presidents visiting um, Minnesota Minnesota's not a, a great a great example like North Dakota now you've got in the, yeah North you know people people are actually visiting North Dakota because those votes are now just as like weighted just as heavily as every other vote yeah so you can build up Uh, you can start building up local politicians that way, build up your local party all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. And local elections is really where it's at.
1: Exactly. And when we don't do that, then, you know, these red states stay red. These blue states stay blue because you're not, why would somebody feel like they could build up um, a, a smaller democratic party in, you know,
0: Utah. All right. So we're going to put a pin in that because we got to come back to it. We're yeah. going to put a pin oh, in that circle back no. and you can ping me about it.
1: Okay, great. <laughs> uh,
0: God. No, I think, but yeah, an electoral college conversation, I think needs to be had. Um, and part of it is cause I just want to learn, uh, you know, you're, you're having your master's in political science. Uh, I'm just a hobbyist when it comes to politics. So a Kim lex-
1: a lectern,
0: you are a, you are a lecturer. Uh mm-hmm. so Kim you shared a tweet with me and then we had a conversation about a couple of other instances going on where just there's 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 a lot to unpack. So mm-hmm. why don't why don't you start? We'll talk we'll we'll briefly touch on that tweet. And then the interesting thing is the tweet is a is a so here I'll start I guess. <laughs> <'Cause->
1: sure Dan. <laughs> Looking We're back, tra- I don't know that you'll be super thrilled that you took over this conversation I know, for this I know. episode. I feel but go on.
0: <laughs> I'm already feeling like oh <laughs> shit, what did I just do? Let's talk <laughs> about women's rights. I'm gonna start. Damn it, that's so dumb. <laughs> but here's like here's what I found super interesting. You sent me the tweet. We began to talk about it, and then your like perspective made me step back and go, okay, wait, am I doing what is wrong about this whole thing? So the thing is, there's there's this person who happens to be a woman. She happens to be um, visible to the public and she's bothered by, by the fact that people are telling her what to do with her body. Mm-hmm. I get it. And then as soon as she says that people are like, well, yeah, but you're beautiful. So don't worry about it. And it's like, wait a minute, hold on. She's telling <laughs> yeah. you to not talk about her body. So you talk about her body to like console her, stop it. And so we want to discuss this without <laughs> making it about her body. So like, there's that. Yeah. And, and I, that's where I struggle. It's like, okay, we need to talk about it, but we don't want to, talk about it so on top of that then you had two other kind of uh current events that bring this up in a way so so I'm gonna give it to you and let's talk
1: well I to clarify so this tweet um this woman said I you know people are asking me why I'm positioned this way on on some advertisement and it's because um I, like, I don't want you guys talking about my body anymore. And so I'm not going to show it until I feel safe. And I don't think that it, the the tweet was not like, I don't know. I read it as more like this is I, I, I don't feel well. I read it exactly. I I do not feel safe. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to take care of myself. And then everyone was like, it wasn't more. Don't worry about it. But it was like exceptionalism. But I never said that about you, but I do think that you're really pretty. I never did that to you, but I do like your new haircut. You're not talking about me, but you are so pretty and and why is this a problem? because I'm oh, now I can't compliment you,
0: like yeah, yeah
1: <laughs> and, and then it, as so many people then in the comment like I never really read a thread um mm. on twitter is to see the comments when it's somebody something like this like a blue check mark often people just want to get on there and you know we talked about we we have talked about punching up people get in there and they want to punch up so they want to uh, not punch up like in the comedy way, but, you know, they, they're they going to bring her down a peg or two. So then they're in there being like, well, you know, but your hair is so short right now. And then other guys will get in there and be like, listen, just because she's beautiful doesn't mean you need to talk about her body. And then someone else will get in there and be like, I know she's really smoking hot, but like everyone be cool. No, listen, you guys are all you're missing the forest and the trees and all of it. Like oh. You don't even, it, it, you know. How about you listen to the last couple words of the tweet, which were until I feel safe. It's not about, you know, it's not about being in charge of somebody's thoughts. It's about being in charge of herself and acknowledging to the world, like existing in mm-hmm. the in the world <laughs> and, and being in a commercial has brought undue attention. The commercial, by the way. So I I guess. The reason that I didn't want to say, like, let's talk about her and this tweet is because she is she has tweeted something to say, like, hey, I, I don't want my body to be discussed as if my personality is separate from it. And mm-hmm. so it's really hard because we don't know her that we would just be sort of part of the problem. But I do think just for clarification, it's um, Milana Vine who plays the AT&T sales rep in the AT&T commercials, which I say because... <laughs> She's playing an AT&T sales rep. Um, her uniform is the uniform of an AT&T sales rep. This is the character that she plays in these commercials. And everybody's jumping on board. Not everybody. Not all men. <laughs> to say, you know, look at her body, look at her body, look at her body. It. She is selling a phone. <laughs> yeah. And that's what happened to her the entire time.
0: Yeah.
1: It's absurd. And then to really losing the most important part of it, which is I don't feel safe. And then when we start talking about that, then, um,
0: guys come back real quick. Can I ask a question? Sure.
1: Sure. So
0: how, so in this, and 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 I, 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 again, disclosure, you don't speak for the entire gender spectrum of female. I get that, but I'm asking you personally, as we have this discussion, how can I show support when I see that tweet? Is it even appropriate for me to weigh in and be like, Mana, I'm sorry that you're going through this. I support you. Or is it, do I get in and like defend her when somebody comes in and they're like, yeah, but you're smoking hot. So it shouldn't be a problem. Like, do I come and say, dude, stop it. You're being a dumbass. Like, is it my, can, can I show support without being an idiot? Or should I just sit back and go? Yeah, I'm not of gonna course
1: get you can. You we need you to show support without being an idiot. Yeah. I mean, again, only speaking for myself.
0: Yep.
1: Um, somebody who is not Twitter is welcome to verify me if they want at Kim Offit, but not <laughs> verified. Please do. Uh, you know, not does not get all of the reactions that a lot of people get. Um, I, <laughs> so I don't really need it right this second. But, you know, if that were the case, Yeah. I need you to come in, not to be like, you can't do this on your own, just to be like, Hey, I'm here. And, you know, looking at this through like a a wider lens, you've got the privilege could, you know, you got to use some of it to be of service and be helpful. But I I think it's, it depends on kind of how you do it. Yeah. And I think that we talked about intent a lot um, in our last episode, it, but it's it's kind it is kind of your intent, but it's also kind of the outcome and and what you do. If you're just coming in, uh, you know, because this little lady can't take care of herself, and let me get in there and take you know show her how it's done, right. then no, that doesn't, that doesn't help anything. If it's empowering somebody, you know, and really trying to be helpful in the moment, mm-hmm. then yeah, I think that that's probably good.
0: And does it make sense to do it with, and, and so I want to encourage people on encourage men, especially white men as who, who I am, what I am come in and support. But then if that person says, I don't need you don't get all bent out of shape and be like, well, then F you, I thought you were hiding it. like, just go, okay. With humility Yeah. say, okay, cool. I was, you know, and say to yourself, not to them publicly. I was just trying to help. Obviously they didn't want me there it upset them It triggered them. It did whatever. Like they don't feel, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to back off and not take it so damn personally. It's okay. Cause there will be people like Kim who say, yeah, thank you for doing that. And then there might be other people who say, you know what? Not now. Just not now. I don't need you. Yeah. You know, like, and that's, and that's okay. Is that fair? Yeah.
1: I I think that's totally fair because also like it's social media and then, you know, you're just like, if you come in and say, uh, Hey, I'm really sorry. I support you. That's one thing. If you come in and like, comment on somebody else's tweets and like don't talk about her like that you don't even know her you don't also know her yeah now this guy's gonna come back to you and it's all happening on her and she's like tagged in all these comments and it's probably super annoying yeah that's not helping anything either because now you got to spend all this emotional time i mean not to, it. you know whatever i say emotional time like it's i, I understand that it's probably not that emotional to just clear your notifications on your phone, but it is, you know, you got to see yeah. all these people and it gets, it notifies you. And then you got to go back to the original thing. And it's, yeah. you know, I don't know, on the one hand, it's like, but it's Twitter. And on the other hand, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, but it's still a thing, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, it's real life. I, I talked to somebody a long time ago, Geraldine DeReuter, about her. Um, she had a, a presentation she, she had, a, she had a presentation at an event and she talked about like being safe online and how it's online is still real. Because people make threats and they can dox you, they can find your information, they can come after you, they can hack your account. And then who who knows what else that can happen? Like, it's real. Yes, it's digital, but it is real life. And so that like, we have to recognize that that it is still real life. They still feel, you can still feel very unsafe through digital threats and whatever, because you just don't know.
1: Well, it's also twenty twenty one and we live a digital life,
0: yeah, right you know? okay, so, so that I wanted to ask that so you you can support you can try to support in in empathy and with humility and not being an mm-hmm.
1: idiot, yeah,
0: and that humility comes in when they say, "I don't need you, you go, okay, cool,
1: yeah. don't
0: don't take it personally so there's there's all of, all of that one, okay, so I want and I also
1: just you. like i I can't believe this even bears saying, but like if somebody's telling you. Don't talk about my body. The way to, like, the last thing to do is, to, is say, well, but you're so pretty. <laughs> Dude, I, I, just, I would encourage yes. all of our listeners to do a little something called reading the
0: room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Amen. God. All right. Okay. So there's, so there's that part. Okay. And then you were starting to say something else. I'm sorry.
1: So is this combined with Sarah Everland, who was... Killed on her walk home in London, um, just walking home and was was killed. Ended up that she was actually murdered, but likely murdered by uh, or a police officer has at least been charged um, with this murder. So walking home, gets abducted, gets um, killed. Ends up that it was a police officer that did it. I think maybe before they knew for sure that it was a police officer, uh, they <laughs> London police came out and said, Women, be careful when you walk home. Which is absolutely first so there's two things. First of all, how about police officers be careful and don't murder people that are walking home? Mm-hmm. How about men, don't harass people? Mm-hmm. How about don't murder a woman who's walking? Mm-hmm. Why isn't that the, the warning? And also, I don't know that I have ever met or spoken with a a woman who has not at least once been careful on their walk home. Mm-hmm. I, I say that, but because I I do mean literally probably every single woman has at least at one point in their life. What I think is more likely the case without any statistics whatsoever is that the majority of women are careful every single time they Hmm. walk home in the daylight at night in their parking garage. Should I take the elevator? Well, if I take the elevator, I'm in an enclosed space, but it's quicker. Should I take the stairs? Well, no, obviously I can't take the stairs because they're, you know, then, like, nobody takes a stairs, So that's the problem right there. Should I take my laundry out of my car? This literally last night. I've lived the place that I've lived for a very long time. I have never, knock on wood, ever had any problem. Like, I've never felt nervous here. However, I've also never not been very aware just when I open my door to, like, look around because it's an apartment complex and, you know. Mm-hmm. And and last night, I got home later. I'd gone to my friend, the only person I'm like potted with. I went to their house, did laundry. And when I pulled my car in last night, it was, you know, 12, 15 in the morning because I had just lost at Monopoly. And I thought, should I bring my laundry in now, but then I won't have a hand free? Or should I just leave my laundry in my car and go get it tomorrow morning when it's daylight?
0: <laughs> Man. I can't be
1: careful when you walk home, just don't murder us. We're asking for the bare minimum.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, right. Could
1: you just not murder me?
0: So he, can it, can it, how can it be? Both? <laughs> how
1: can we murder, but also no, not no, no. just be seen as
0: sexist? <laughs> <laughs> how, how can it be both? You know, I feel like, you know, I, I, I have, I have two children. And I raise them to be careful of their surroundings. Um, probably not to that, to that level. We're kind of in a, a bubble of, I don't have to necessarily, I think, worry about it, I guess, but I will tell you that
1: when I go to Michigan, I, without giving away like any specifics on where you live and where your folks live, but I can remember being at your folks house and like, you know, they live, they have some land yeah. looking out at like this beautiful, long driveway and thinking if I'm murdered here. No one will hear me. Yeah. <laughs> they won't find me for weeks. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a woman. That's just I, I mean, that that's me, like coming from living in a city and yeah. going to stay in a place where like no one will hear me scream.
0: And also you're a very creative mind and, and watch that kind of stuff anyway. So like, can't like I, I, I I'm I, I'm 100% on board with you in this. Okay my mind also goes to like, but there are bad people in the world. There just are. sure. And we have to be careful. We have to be aware. We have to be able to be able to protect ourselves. So can it be both? And if it can, how do we make it both? We tell people don't murder. There are like, there are penalties for that. It's illegal. Don't murder. Sure. And, and, and here, and here's why I struggle with it. I, I watched a, um, a video the other day. I don't know if it, if it was a TikTok video, if it was a, a story. I don't know what it was. A video on social media, and this woman, um, and I 100% agree with her. A thousand percent agreed with her, and I showed it to uh, my family and was like, "Yes, all of this." She said very similarly what you just said. Like, "No, fuck you. I'm not going to be careful. I'm not- don't tell me to be careful. Tell Chad not to rape me. Tell your friends yeah. not to fuck me like all this." And I was like, "Wow, yes, a hundred percent." You know, we need to get rid of this—not permissive. This, this—it's everywhere. It permeates, pervasive, per- pervasive. It has permeated every part of our culture. This rape culture, this "you're so pretty" culture, and I'm, like, I like—I say rape culture, and it's yes, it's that. It's also not always like to that degree, right? But it's this culture, mm-hmm. this misogynistic culture of of all of this. Like, how do we do both? What What are we getting wrong? Because. Yeah, you don't need to tell women to be careful on their walk home. You need to tell people need to stop murdering. Like, how how yeah. do we put the onus on the murderer, not the victim? It's not the victim's fault that she was murdered.
1: But you're saying both, as in, how can we be careful, but also not put the onus on the woman to not be yeah I harassed, think so. I assaulted. Think so, yeah. So immediately, I just think like, well, you, Dan, are safe. When you walk, right, you're aware of your surroundings. Yeah. So, so, so it is possible to be safe, like aware of your surroundings and be safe. But also like, you're probably not walking to your car with like your keys in your hand with a key out.
0: I mean, I have like. Yeah, I I don't face that danger. Every day of my life, one hundred percent. And the more I hear these stories, the more I recognize that I've had that privilege. I've never had to, and that sucks because so many people in my life are w- women, are female, ha- have to do, de- and and that just that bothers the shit out of me. It breaks my heart. It, like all of that. It really bothers me. Mm-hmm. I also know that there have been times when, like, yeah, if I'm, if it's, you know, two o'clock in the morning and I'm leaving a bar somewhere where maybe I've been told it's not safe because of things like racism, because people go, well, that's not a safe neighborhood. Do you really know that now? So that's me coming at it, right? Like I have Mm -hmm. had to air quotes, be aware of my surroundings. So yes, there's some of that, but I recognize fully that some of that is, is is not real because it was given to me about a racist from a racist point of view. I also Mm -hmm. believe that as a male, I don't have to necessarily, I haven't been conditioned to be as aware and careful so like, there's a lot going on there. So I, like, I don't, I just don't know what the answer is. I don't know what the answer is. That's what it is. I'm just, and, and again, not saying it's not real. I a hundred percent agree, understand where you're coming from. I just mm-hmm. don't know what to do about it because I want to teach my kids to be safe and aware and take care of themselves while not making it their fault. Yeah. Does any I mean- of that make sense? That is so much jumbled bullshit in my head, but that's where <laughs> I am. Like, I don't, I don't understand
1: yeah I, I I think it makes sense. I think what it comes down to is like, yeah, unfortunately, you're gonna have to tell your kids to be aware of their surroundings. Yeah. it's a It's important to know. got to be aware of your surroundings. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly if you're a part of a group that is more likely to be harassed, to be um, touched without wanting to be touched, to be raped or murdered, you know, any any of that, unfortunately. You got to tell them, you know, how to walk with their keys in their hand and and how to be, you know, what to look for to make sure that you're being as safe as possible. But I think also the bigger lesson is that that gets missed like the the piece that gets missed is like as important as that is, it is also important to teach our young, mostly young men in this country, because that is who is committed. That is who commits these crimes um, to not do that. When you're walking, when you're in a crowded bar, why don't you keep your hands to yourself? Because when you scoop past somebody, what you don't need to do is just run your hand on the lower back of a woman to say, right. Oh, I'm so sorry. You wouldn't necessarily do that to another man in the bar. Right. Um, so you don't need to do that. I- I'm talking. I-, I feel like it should. I'd, it may or may not be clear, but I'm talking specifically about like a heterosexual man in a yep, bar, yep. um, you know, running your hand along the lower back of a woman as you pass by, that's unnecessary. What does yeah. that do? Nothing.
0: Nothing. I, and,
1: um, and like, I don't
0: understand how that's even like, I, I don't know if I was ever taught that or if I just know that I would never do that. I don't believe I yeah. ever have done it. I don't believe I ever would do it. I might tap them on the shoulder and say, excuse me, I'm right behind you. I don't want to. And then, you know, and then like tap tap on the shoulder, I think is Okay excuse me as you do it so you don't scare them like that's okay i would never touch that like does that make sense
1: yeah but i don't even think you really need to tap them on the shoulder well
0: if it's a really loud bar and and you're like all crowded in there and you just kind of like i've seen i've seen that being if it's necessary but like uh, yeah i don't know i just yeah yeah but
1: that's the kind of stuff that like happens all the time yeah (laughs) and it's become such a part of just being a person in this world. So I think that there needs to be a larger, like the the piece that's missing is yeah, why don't you not tell me to be safe when I'm walking? That's already happening. Why don't you tell your friends not to catcall or not to touch somebody who doesn't want to be touched? And actually not 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 somebody who doesn't want to be touched, but just not to touch somebody.
0: Without consent. Don't you ask d- before you be asked before you touch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I guess, okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's where it's beginning to make sense for me. We've done this thing of telling people to be careful, telling women to watch Mm -hmm. out for themselves and all this stuff. We've done this. That's, that's done. We know that we know now let's work on getting rid of the, yeah, I can just, you know, the, the locker room talk, right. We got to stop that. Yeah. We have to stand up and say, Hey, y'all, that's not okay. You know, when, you know, I remember back in the 20, leading up to the 2016 election, you know, the, the tapes that got released on our, on our former president at the time was a, was a candidate. And, and and he said, and other people said, well, it's just locker room talk. If it is, it's not okay. Yeah. We have to stop this. We have got to stop this. We cannot objectify and demean and dehumanize anymore. This has to stop.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You no.
0: Know? And that's where, like, if, if I had a son, if I had sons, th- th- that would be my responsibility to to teach them that. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, is that where we are? Yeah. Is that what? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think so, and same with schools, dress codes, all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah,
1: you know the dress codes are different for for women. Also, you know something else that has come out in the news this week is the NCAA, uh, the way that the female athletes are being treated versus the yep. men, the right. um, male athletes. You know what they're given, yep. <laughs> um, their weight room, all that kind. Of, and, and you know we had this conversation around soccer too. Well, the the uh, USA women's soccer team was being paid so little compared to the men. Well, the men bring in the money. Well, why are the men bringing in the money? The women are winning the games. Right. <laughs> they are factually, if you're looking at wins, if you're looking at records, if you're looking at stats, they are better than the men's team. They are not, quote, bringing in tickets or bringing in money because... It's not being marketed. Yeah. The tickets are less expensive because they're seen as as not as um, worth it. Yep. You know, lower value. So we're going to perpetuate a cycle. We're going to pay them less because they're not bringing in more money. They're not bringing in money because we're not advertising their sales. They're not advertising their sales because their jersey doesn't sell. You're telling me that really, genuinely, Megan Rapinoe's jersey isn't going to sell if you're putting it everywhere?
0: Right. Yep.
1: That's no, impossible. Yep. (laughs) You know?
0: Yep. And then, and, and then I, you know, the other story this, this week, this week that we're recording anyway, um, was Mm -hmm. the murder of several people in Atlanta, you know, and it was seven women and one man were, Mm -hmm. were all killed. Um, And the alleged, I'm going to say with an eye roll murderer, um, he confessed to it and everything else. He hasn't been through trial yet, but I'm not a reporter. So whatever the murderer you know Mm -hmm. blamed a sex addiction and like no hold on it's not a sex addiction it's a fetishization of 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 a of a a race of an ethnicity um because you think that they deserve that like no that's that's and instead of and so then we begin to like we as a society and the officer public information officer whatever like i was just a bad day no, wait yeah. a minute. Wait a minute. And so well, we're blaming the victims so for being sex workers. Here. Like what?
1: There, sir, first, like there's so much happening here. They weren't sex workers. They were. They worked at a um, a spa. Right. Right. So they weren't sex workers. Um, they were employed. Like they were hardworking folks. Mm-hmm. Then uh, this monster murders them. Eight people. They were people with families and they were murdered for being Asian. Now he can say it was a sex addiction. That does. That's that's neither here nor there. They were not murdered for that. They were not murdered because of his feelings of like, I'm addicted to sex and this and that. They were murdered for being Asian. Full stop if it comes out that he also has in addition to, because people want to, well, he, see, it wasn't racism. It was racism. You know, that's, that's what it was. You can be racist while also being other things.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He,
1: you know, he's multifaceted. He's a racist while also being a misogynist. And, um, you know, like, he and does maybe have a,
0: and maybe he's addicted to sex as well. Whatever, like or pornography, and, and or whatever. Know. That's fine. But yeah, racism. I'm
1: not a lawyer. I can't say for sure, but i th- I would presume that murdering because you your claim is that you have a sex addiction versus murdering specific saying specifically because they are Asian carries two very different punishments. So now we're gonna let this guy have it lighter punishment because he's an addict well he's a racist he did this this was a racist this was a hate crime you can't looking at it in any other way is irresponsible and continues to do what we do to the asian community which is see their see these attacks on them and excuse them away yep and then all you know there's so many other things happening he's you know he's a sex addict we fetishize uh, i say we just like globally um fetishize um Asians and anime you know through anime through uh movies through television through whatever all this kind of stuff um so you have that that's part of the racism that is part of why this is a hate crime yeah. <laughs> just charge him for both also then you've got this cop coming out saying he just had a really bad day which is, one, so he said he just had a really bad day, and he know, he knows he did wrong. I don't think that that is true. He murdered eight people in cold blood. It just happened. I don't think he knows that he's done wrong yet. He's still in it. Yeah. He's still got gunpowder on his hands, I think. I don't know how guns work. <laughs> but he also, um, so you know, he comes out, he's just having a really bad day, everybody obviously was appalled that this police officer would come out and say this so then the like city or whoever represents this police officer like their union or whatever it was it doesn't i don't care enough to want to know anything about it uh wrote a letter saying that the police officer was just having a really bad day when we start holding people accountable is that i like here's something wild Let's start holding people accountable right. for their actions. Let's well, look at their actions and say, this is what you did.
0: And we, and w- we do when they're not white males. That's what it feels mm-hmm. like right now as, as a, as a white guy, I'm just saying like, that's what it feels like.
1: It feels like that because that's what it is.
0: You know, we, if, if this guy was anything else, if, well, and, and I saw something else too, it was like, this guy goes out and he murders eight people. He is still armed. He is still dangerous. Police didn't shoot him. They arrested him mm-hmm. without incident. They yeah. went, they went in. However, and I, and I wasn't there, I don't know, but I presume they went in and said, "You're under arrest." And he said, "Okay, and whatever." You get peaceful protesters that happen to be black or brown Americans, and they get tear gassed.
1: Tamir Rice, twelve years old, with a toy, yeah, gets killed, yeah, in in seconds. Yep, the police officer shows up, and I think it, it's like six seconds or something like that. He's shot. So, Would how you take this guy now, now, we're not saying this guy should have been killed. What we're saying is
0: Tamir a, shouldn't have been killed apply
1: the same yes. yes apply the same things, apply the same way that you police
0: yeah, yeah that and that's and that's where I'm really struggling this week with it too is and 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 you know, we've kind of gone a little bit off subject of like misogyny and and all this, but but I
1: it'll be around
0: I bring it up yeah, it <laughs> doesn't
1: go anywhere, yeah.
0: I bring this one up because that's how I felt like. This is another way that we can blame women for being victims. Now, sure. One of the eight was a guy. Yep. I feel like that was like the token, like this murderer was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to kill one guy. So I can't be sexist. Like, no, no, I don't know if that's the case. I'm presuming here. I'm making a huge jump. I don't know, but I feel like here's another case of blaming women. And also we're blaming the Asian community Mm -hmm. for just, for just being who they are. Like, So so it's that's where I was thinking about that as far as the women's side of it It was here's another guy saying oh I just have a problem and we go oh okay we should get some help no no you are you are a racist misogynist murderer and you need to be held accountable we need to call it what it is it's white domestic terrorism end of story
1: yeah yeah white
0: male domestic terrorism and so like I saw somebody else post share that like it's there's a 24 hour waiting period for abortions in Georgia. But he went and bought that gun hours before he went on a murder spree. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Now, again, I'd, I'm i not saying that a 24-hour waiting period should be stripped. But can we have that same thing for, I don't know, buying a weapon of destruction? Maybe. Like, can we have it
1: maybe for both? But, I don't know. But, man, his <laughs> rights.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. So this, Which,
1: this- by the way, he gets to have because <laughs> men are included in the Constitution and ladies <laughs> are not. <laughs> I mean, you know, it all you cannot pull one little piece of this out without, you know, everything is connected. He Mm -hmm. can buy a gun because of his Second Amendment rights, because he is included in the Constitution. You do have to wait 24 hours to get an abortion in, you know, in Atlanta. You have to wait different times in different areas and different states because it's not in the Constitution, because Mm -hmm. ladies are not in the Constitution he and if he were an alcoholic and drove drunk and hit somebody's car and killed them nobody would say well they shouldn't have been driving their that that the victim shouldn't have been driving their car right. he's an he he's an alcoholic what are we supposed to do about it no <laughs> he shouldn't have been driving his car he was drunk driving He's a sex addict, so he, like, again, I'm not saying that he's not a sex addict. I don't know this person. I'm, But it doesn't negate the fact that what he did was a hate crime, a racist hate crime, a a domestic white American terrorist. What I'm saying is, like, if he also, in addition to that, is a sex addict, that's neither here nor there because you can't, like, uh, he shot somebody and killed them. His addiction doesn't have anything to do with it
0: we need i look at it uh, as as a dad as a son who has a mother as a family member who has you know women in my life like just as as a human being can we just stop blaming women for it like my sex addiction isn't a woman's fault Right. My, mm-hmm. you know, my, uh, I don't know. I just, uh, my gosh, I don't understand. But the other
1: thing too is like, you have this perspective because you have women in your life that you love and respect. You don't need to have that. You should not need to have that to understand that somebody who has, is a different gender than you deserves your respect as a as a human being.
0: Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And I and I don't know if, I don't know that we have a like a, a button on this, a way to solve it. If there's a but I just I can't wrap my head around the idea that like you know in the original part of this, you know, Milana is a human being. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know her. I'm not just gonna walk up to a stranger and inherently just compliment them or talk about their body or let's kind of, like no. I can like, and I'm not going to pretend to know what she's going through when she says, I don't feel safe. I'm going to believe her. I'm going to believe her. I'm not going to tell her like, yeah. oh, no, you're safe. Don't do No, you're like, no, I'm going to believe her. And why can't we do that? Instead of trying to justify, instead of trying to downplay, instead of trying to dehumanize, we need to believe people and their stories,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know? And that's, yeah. Oh. And then stop telling. Because it all
1: comes down to this, like idea of success or idea of power that people have in their head. Yeah. Well, if I am nice to somebody or show somebody else respect, what does that do for my piece of the pie? I don't know, man. It doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't take right. anything away. Right. I, also, you know what else is like so easy and free? Shutting up. <laughs> Not saying anything. Um, Tig Notaro is my very favorite comedian. She's so funny. But uh, I always think of this joke that I'm going to not tell as well because nothing says comedy like telling somebody else's joke for them. Um, But she uh, tells a story about walking down the street and seeing somebody walking towards her, this man walking towards her. And um, This guy gets right up to her and says, oh, I thought you were a man. (laughs) Because you got little titties. (laughs) And she goes, and when she tells the story, she goes, um, that had to filter all the way through from your brain to your mouth. And she does this like runner about like what you could have said is, oh, um, excuse me. Or, oh, hello. Good day. (laughs) And she goes, or what you could have said is, oh. I was gonna say something, but never mind. <laughs> like you you can do that. You can say nothing. That is okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can keep your stupid thoughts in your head. I do it. I have so many stupid thoughts. I just filter them out. Yep. Yeah. Impressive it- when you think about the things that I say, <laughs> like what's in there? Yeah. What's being filtered? We're not
0: gonna talk about that. Scary um,
1: thought, but you can do that. You can have a filter. You can decide to not say your stupid shitty thought.
0: So so let me ask you this. Uh, on that, on that, on that thought. And this is uh, maybe I put my foot in my mouth and whatever it is, what it sure. is. Uh, <laughs> I have the social privilege to be able to do this and just go, all right, I was an asshole. Um, we, we can compliment, right. We can compliment other sure. humans. D- do I need to like do it 50, 50 between male and female and be like, okay, if I tell a woman that she looks nice in that outfit, I need to make sure I tell a guy that he has nice eyes. Like, what does that look like? How, how do I compliment I- without <laughs> being an idiot?
1: I think uh, that's a really difficult question. Right. Um, I don't know. I think it depends on your relationship, on the moment in the ro- you know, in uh, reading the room. Yeah. The way that you compliment, what the intent behind the compliment is, what the action behind the compliment is.
0: I wouldn't walk up to a woman at work or anywhere and say, hey, nice butt. But guess what? That's what guys do. Yeah. Yeah. In in Tig's joke, the guy that said, I thought you were a guy because you had a little titties. Like that's not a compliment, but that's still something that that a guy would say, like, don't say that kind of shit. You could say,
1: yeah,
0: that's a really nice blouse. That's a really nice top. That's a, you know, I like your haircut. Like those kinds of things I think can be said in an appropriate manner with an appropriate relationship in an appropriate way. Sure. Now, depending on where you say it, how you say it if you have power over that person, all those things come into play and we have to be aware of that. That's not being politically correct. That's not cancel culture. That's not all this other bullshit that people are talking about. That's just being a good human. Yeah. If you have power over someone, you're their boss. How about don't compliment their physical appearance?
1: Mm-hmm. How Compliment about, their work.
0: Right? If you have, you know, if you would say to a, a woman, gosh, you're so pretty, but you wouldn't say to a guy, that's a great haircut then how about maybe just don't say it? Mm-hmm. It's okay. Women can compliment each other and that's fine. Like, I just, I don't know. Yeah. Now now I say that knowing that like, it's, I don't also want to like take away all the niceties in our society, right? Like there's, sure we can be nice to each other and, and give compliments without being creep asses. Stop being that. And if somebody's if I say to somebody, oh, that's a, that's a really cute shirt. I like that. And they're like, well, that seems, I don't I don't like that. I'd be like, "Oh, okay, I'm sorry." You know what? Cool. I apologize. Yeah. Exactly. And and not get all mad about it and be like, "Well, you're uptight, you dumb, whatever." Like, don't don't do that. Just be nice to people. Be aware. Be humble.
1: You know what else I don't like that doesn't really have a space for anything else, so I'm going to use it. I'm going to put it into this episode. Awesome. I don't like the phrase "girl crush." Okay. I don't like that phrase. Okay. So um, I'll tell you specific like uh, how I've been thinking about this. I have worked a, on a show. On this. Okay, because I have men so... crushes. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, see, I don't like that either. Though that's the same. I I, I like that the same amount of none. Okay. Um, so I I worked on a show where one of my best friends and I just like were obsessed with one of the writers. Uh, in, in like a good healthy. I'm sure if somebody explained to me boundaries, I would understand it. But we would always be like. <laughs> She's so talented, but then also be like, oh, her hair just dries like that. Like, oh, she just wears overalls and looks adorable like we would, you know, like wide ranging things. Um, And our boss would joke like you have a girl crush. What we had was like we just admire her Mm -hmm. so much. She's so talented, like very nice. And so uh, that's what it was but then i like go into this whole thing of like <laughs> i don't know like the idea of um a woman being successful and then another woman admiring that woman for their success is some a weird threat in this country and so you have to add like a layer of sexuality to it and like my feelings for this woman writer were it had nothing to do with any of that it just was like she's so talented that's really all it was but so now there's this like added layer of like sexual tension in there because it makes it more palatable for like the world to see these like mm. one woman admiring another woman. Um, it, it makes it more palatable if there is like a an undertone of sexuality to it versus just like the idea that we could possibly wrap our heads around one woman being really successful and another woman desiring success and also admiring what the success that that woman has mm. like. I don't know. I go into it and like, I get, I I don't like that term girl crush.
0: Yeah.
1: And also it negates the idea that like girls can have crushes on girls too. Like then that, it like kind of zeros that out as well, because then it makes it like the only reason that a girl would have, or a woman would have like a, a sexual crush on another woman is because they have like power or talent or whatever. Like, Girls can't just like have feelings for girl, you know, mm-hmm. all of that. It it all comes into play when I'm like, I just don't like that term. There's,
0: there's so many layers. So many layers. Yeah. Cause like, cause so here's, you know, when you, you said girl crush, I think of.
1: And also g- girls, like I'm a grown woman and it gets also that that you call it a girl crush. That's too, fair. And, and it, so then it makes it, you know, then, then it trivializes Ooh. it as well. That's good. Like this. This woman is like a successful woman. I am trying to be a successful woman. Mm-hmm. But this is not a little girl having a girl crush.
0: It's funny because I said man crush when you said girl crush. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's, because
1: that, that happens too. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So here, so that that just like I, oddly enough, this man didn't even pick up on those two differences, huh? Weird that I didn't see that until you pointed it out. Thanks for that. Um. <laughs> The, the privilege is just thick in this one. So here's the thing.
1: Congratulations.
0: Yeah. So here's the thing. I, I have some man crushes because there are people in the world that I admire. And again, cisgender, heterosexual, married to a, a woman, like that's me. But there are also like a, attractions there. There are men who like, oh, he's really good looking and really talented and also smart. And also, and it's like, wow. Okay. So I don't know if sexuality is a spectrum. I I assume it is. That's what we say it is. Right. But I'm hetero. Like I'm not going to that. That's anyway, there's a whole, there's a whole lot there, but like, I, I look at something like Nathan Fillion, for instance, he's an actor. I don't, I don't know this. I don't know him at all. I like his work. I think he's funny. I think the work that he does is really good work. I think some of it is just funny it's silly there's also some impact there i've enjoyed so many of his different shows he's been in and movies um i just think he's and he's a good looking dude too right so like like he's mm-hmm. like i i jokingly say he's my man crush now i don't want that to ever diminish the the lgbtq community i don't want it to diminish like gay men in their relationships i don't want it to I don't, i'm not trying to like make fun of their crushes or or attractions um I wrap up in my admiration for Nathan, all of those things, like as an actor, as a human, as I think he does some writing, I, like all of that. And again, his his looks are part of that, but I don't mm-hmm. make his looks the top thing either. And I think that unfortunately what happens is we do that to women, their looks are the top thing and then everything else. And so that's mm-hmm. kind of where I got like, and, and there are a few actors and writers and directors, and I'm looking at the entertainment industry more than anything. Cause that's where I put my focus. You know, I'm, I want to be a TV writer. Um, It's not, it's not necessarily sports, right? He's
1: available for hire. That's
0: right. Um, <laughs> you know, for some guys it might be sports or whatever, something else like music. I mean, I guess music is another thing too, right? Like I have guys in, yeah. in music and I'm like, wow, I'm just in awe of you. And so it's like that, that man crush, I'm crushing on them, but not in a a relationship sexuality type way so that like i think of crush as a little bit different than what what you had defined it but i see where you're coming from yeah and so yeah i can see that being problematic i get that and so i think maybe i should stop using that term just because of that like i I see that
1: i I mean when you say it it's like a little bit different in that um it's people that are a little bit more removed from you it's somebody who's a little more removed from you very so it's not it's not like you're having an interaction. But
0: Nathan, if you don't want to be removed, we can have you on the show and we can be friends. It's okay. Oh. Anyway.
1: I hope so. Yeah, very, yeah, very. <laughs> for you. You yeah, know, very so, Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, there, it's not like you're having an in-person reaction or interaction with them. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, when you're including like looks and personality and all that kind of stuff, that, that does become a little more like crushy, quote, crush kind of a thing. I think that that is, like that that makes sense in that way when it's like and just admiring somebody for their talent just looking up to somebody belittling it with calling it a crush is where i get really hung up um you know if it was a woman that i wasn't necessarily like Wanting to have a relationship with, but was like, oh, there's, she's so pretty. And like, she's so funny. And that, that could be, that's more of like a crush kind of a thing when it's literally just, they're so talented and and that's what I aspire to be. That's not a crush. That's admiration. Okay. And the world wants to make it more palatable by adding a, like a, a, an undertone of sexuality to it. Yeah. And that's.
0: I see the difference. I I see what you're talking. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I can keep my man crush then. It's Okay. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough.
1: Yeah.
0: It's so, it's so interesting to have all these discussions though, because it is, it's so, and it's not like it's, I keep hearing these voices in the back of my head of like politically correct uh, the PC crowd. I can't say these things. It's this is cancel culture. It's, it's, it's all, and I hate this term. It's black or white, meaning binary. It's either this or that, um, Yeah. you know, and, and no, it's not that it's just an evolution of communication and understanding and empathy and love. Mm-hmm. right? Love for other humans. <clears <Yeah>. <clears <throat> you know, you said I'm removed from those people. I am removed from them, but they are still people. Yeah. And I don't want to diminish everything these people are doing by just calling it a crush and making them an object, right? Like I, yeah. I, I need to have my intent be checked occasionally. And so I appreciate these conversations for that. Yeah. I should hit record always happy to, wow. Oh, dang. Always happy to what? I'm sorry. Go ahead
1: um bring you down a peg tell you you're wrong make fun of you um call you out when you interrupt me in the middle of like a bit a little (laughs) runner joke uh always happy to do all those things
0: (laughs) i think i think we kind of had a nice button though earlier Mm -hmm. before you derailed it thanks Um, do what i can (laughs) i don't
1: know where else to put that and i've been thinking about it for years that was on part of dixie that was like how long ago? Five years ago. That's how okay. long ago that's been bumping around in my head.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, it was, it was a perfect place for it because it is part of all of this. I think demeaning, dehumanizing, demeaning, objectifying, like the whole idea that you can admire a woman without the sexual tension that some guy is going to put in the inject into it. Like, why, why do we do that? And And when we recognize it, calling it out rectifying it as well. Like let's fix this. Let's stop doing that. Um, is really mm-hmm. important. And and I think it's, yeah, I think it's a really good conversation. So thanks for having it.
1: Yeah. Always happy to talk.
0: I know you are. Um, <laughs> always
1: happy to hear the sound of my voice. <laughs> one day I'll listen to these back when I can hear you too. But in the meantime, I love listening to myself talk.
0: Just, you have as separate tracks, don't you? You just take the one of your mm-hmm. out and you're like, eh. um,
1: yeah. <laughs> so we're always
0: happy to have these conversations as as you just said, Kim, uh, we can have them on social media. We can have them in email. Uh, people can get a hold of us. I am uh, going to let you say all those things. Sure. You
1: can <laughs> follow me. Yes. This one at Kim Moffat on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I've, I want to make a joke, but I don't really know what it is. Okay. And fair. I think that also sums up my Instagram and Twitter. So it there does, we go. <laughs> um, uh, you can follow Dan. I'm gonna do it for you. You can follow Dan at Dan Moyle on Instagram and Twitter as well. And you can follow the show at MyAmericaPod at on Instagram and Twitter. And if you're like, hey, you're right, or hey, you're wrong, but I want to have a conversation about it. Don't just again, don't just hate listen. Don't just hate follow. Whatever. Uh, you can email us at myamericapod at gmail.com. Locked that down for free.
0: Yeah. I love the free ones. Uh, yeah. Great stuff. Thanks for that. Uh, and make sure you tune in for next episode when we argue about something else or agree on something else. Who knows? We'll just make it up as Who we knows, go. Who knows? But I'll be right. That's true.